Matt Ryan here, and folks, the countdown is on. If you want to be my boss, if you want to own a piece of the A7FL, the time is now. We are counting down until November 7th. That is right, November 7th, the day before Election Day, is the last day of our Start Engine campaign. So we want you to sign up right now. Go to startengine.com slash A7FL and sign up. Once again, that's startengine.com slash A7FL. And 22 days ago, dreams, aspirations, the thoughts of winning a championship began. That took place on March the 26, 2023, on opening day. And now, 122 days later, the final quest took us to Bullhead City, Arizona, and to Anderson Fieldhouse, and the Tampa Nightcrawlers, and the Las Vegas Insomniacs, perhaps gave us Maybe the greatest championship game in the history in the nine years of the American Sevens Football League. Back and forth it went. It became a battle. But the game changed on two plays. From unsung heroes and heroes you expect. But with it all on the line, on fourth and four, they called on their MVP, their bell cow, as the bus had one more stop to make. As RTC, flat tire and all, found the end zone. But yet, with 35 seconds left, the last heave and prayer inside the field house fell into the hands of Donye Lyons, and the clock struck midnight for the Nightcrawlers, and jubilation began for the Las Vegas Insomniacs. So we're here on this special 45th edition of the other side of the ball, but you can call this the after party of the Las Vegas Insomniacs as they made history. Now, they have the standard as the most wins in a single season in the history of the American Sevens Football League, and thus the first not on the Northeast to claim a championship. With that said, welcome. Double A Anthony Alvarez in here with my guys. All season long, he's been the voice, the play-by-play man for the Nevada division of the Ace NFL, the one and only Mr. Casey Cox. What's up, what's up, what's up? Champions we are. This and, division did it. And from the Fortress of Solitude from Krypton, the Godfather. And the very proud division manager, Mr. Chris Vera. What's up, y'all? So we have tons of guests, obviously, as we've given away. It's an Insomniac's party. Um, as even, it even the trophy has made an appearance. The trophy is in the building. So, gentlemen, um, have we had time to <laughs> decompress oh from the weekend that was in Bullhead City, Arizona? Man, I'm still trying to catch up on my sleep. <laughs> It's I been a, it was a long weekend, let me tell you. And then when they won it, I was like, man, and I got to drive home tonight? Man, I'll tell you, we got home about, I don't know, 11.30. Went to bed about midnight, was up at 5 o'clock in the morning. How many celebratory drinks did you have after the game? None. I had all my celebratory <laughs> drinks before the game. <laughs> uh, well, it was... Uh, uh, unique, but I just have to say this. Um, shout out to the crowd that was there. Um, the crowd was outstanding. The electricity was in the air, and it um, just the noise. Because, I mean, you know, being in an indoor stadium, the noise enhances itself. The crowd noise enhances itself. But 
the noise really made it feel like it was filled to capacity. And it wasn't. But, I mean, shout out to the crowd. For those that were in attendance, shout out to you guys for attending and, 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 and giving us a tremendous atmosphere for a tremendous, fantastic championship game. Like I said, we have guests galore um, from Insom Next. We have Foreign Studio one via uh, via visual directory, but we'll get to that as soon as possible. Um, so I, I guess I'll ask you two these quest- this question. As the ball was flowing in the air, as the Nightcrawlers were hoping that the prayer would be answered and it was denied, um, just your initial thoughts when the clock hit zero. Wow. Where do I start? <clears throat> so let me start this way. I'm going to start with... Of course, my favorite um, RTU's park podcast, because that did hit my mind. Yeah. And all the shit talking and how Vegas wasn't ready and we, you know, we, we already sent them our best and all this other bullshit. So um, what I can say is this, and that is that, man, what has it been? 13 years? Nine years? I can't remember when did nine it start. Years. Nine years? Nine years. So in nine years... Um, Y'all enjoyed what you had on the East Coast. Um, but guess what? We the champs now. Just let that sink in. We didn't have an East Coast team to represent. Um, some will say, oh, you can't beat us. Well, you didn't send anybody for us to beat. We can only so who's put in front of us. I'm going to, of course, talk a little shit about that because of everything that was talked to me. And I'm going to enjoy this, and I'm going to let that simmer. <clears throat> but I'm going to say, you know, little brother decided to step up and sock big brother in the jaw, and we saw what you had, and now it's our turn. So hope you guys are ready because I think that from this standpoint on, things are going to get better. I don't think that we're going to see a back down in this, in this division. I think we're going to see it still come up. I think that there's still other players that Vegas has to offer. And I don't see the Insomniacs going anywhere. Matter of fact, I see them uh, looking to repeat. So, you know, of course, until they are beaten, they are the champs. They are the champs. So I want everybody to understand that. But I also want to reach across the aisle, as they'd say, in politics and, and offer that, that, uh, that friendship leaf, if you will, to the east coast and tell them you know it was vegas versus everyone now it's up to you to see if you guys can reach back across the aisle and let's make this about the a7 and no longer about the coasts casey well i'll say this as far as decompress go i don't know but boy my feet after the weekend hurt I looked on my phone i had walked over 55,000 steps and over 22 miles in and around Anderson Automotive Fieldhouse. Crazy to think. And like 20 flights of steps, I think, is what it tracked me climbing as well. So, yeah, my body got the exercise for sure with all the movement and around that we had to do to make this thing go as well as it did. And then in the game, when Burtz makes that second interception, I come back, I'm on the Nightcrawler's side of the field with you. I come down that sideline, I looked at Kelly Hurst, and I said, game changer, baby, game changer. And she just kind of looked at me. I don't think she realized what I said. But what I was saying was, that's it right there. That's going to change this game and the outcome of it. 
I think we gave the Nightcrawlers too much time on the clock was the, the only thing going through my mind when the Nightcrawlers got the ball back was, yes, we scored, yes, we took the lead, but it was only four, and there was too much time for them as fast as they moved. When that heave went into the end zone, I went, if it's going to end any other way, this has got to be the way it ends. On a Hail Mary heaval, into the end zone, one-on-one coverage, may the best man get the ball. And the best team win. And that's what happened. The best man got the ball. And he's shown it throughout the season that he's been one of the best defensive backs, corners, safeties within the league to be able to cover just about anybody you put him up against. Would agree. Stanya showed up. Well, <clears throat> being the newbie to this league and uh, just watching the game, as a fan, I was intrigued. Um, as a broadcaster, I was intrigued. Um, I know me and Chris had talked about before the first <laughs> interception by Q were talking about, well, they need a turnover. They need a defensive stop. Yep. Because it just seemed like from midway of the second quarter to up until that point in time, it just seemed like the Nightcrawlers just controlled the pace and was doing anything that they wanted to do. And if you remember, when we're sitting upstairs talking to Big Rob and he was telling his side of things, the way he saw the way the game was going to go, and I was talking about it, and I told my side and the way I felt the game was going to go. And it's amazing. Tale of two, t- of two halves because he was 100% on, I was 100% on. And I said, Insomniacs need to make sure they don't turn the ball over. They didn't. They did not. And I said that they need to get turnovers, and they did. They created four. Exactly. So you look at the, the turnover category was 4 nothing in favor of the Insomniacs. They were minus four, or they were plus four. And the uh, Nightcrawls were minus four. With that said, they were going to live and die with the bus stop. Oh, absolutely. Known as Anthony Wilkerson, (laughs) who makes my namesake look very, very good. Um, They stuck with it. They stuck with it. They stuck with it. At times, it wasn't working, but the legs got tired in the fourth quarter trying to tackle that brute of a man for four quarters. How many yards did he finish with? I think 167, if I'm not mistaken. Man, it had he, to be over 150. Yeah, and he, he was, ran into yeah. that uh, on that last touchdown with that flat tire. We were sitting there watching it from the sidelines, and I saw him grabbing his calf. I was like, oh, he man. Said, I, after he went in the end zone and he got up, I was like, are you okay? He goes, calf. <laughs> I said, when you grabbed that calf, I was just sitting there going, please don't go down. Please don't go down. Please don't go down. Because that could have that could have in itself been a chance for the Nightcrawlers to make that stop they needed and he didn't give them that chance. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll say this, because most players, when something is pulled, their first instinct is to fall down and just drop the ball. So his alertness to still cross the goal line with the ball in hand and then drop it, a la Deshaun Jackson from many, many moons ago, um, that's just great attention to detail to make sure that he crosses the finish line because he was not just going to settle getting those four yards because it was a fourth and four. Yeah. Which uh, I think he pulled his calf at the seven. So uh, to, to have the awareness at that the last. 12, okay. I was going to say honest, seven or 12. 12. Yeah. He, he pulled that last 12, 12 yards with a pulled but calf he, and was like, he, no, I'm not going to the ground. Now, instantly I thought he was going to maybe stop at the one to waste more clock and then just have four tries at it from the one yard line. But he was just like, screw it. I'm hurt. Let me cross and get in. And he got in. But well, when he was laying on the ground on mm-hmm. his stomach, 
and Munchie was holding on to his his uh, At first, foot. I thought that was a prop. I thought, so did I. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, like, is this a prop? prop What's going this? on? And then I saw. Then I realized, okay, he was pointing to his calf. So obviously, he started to cramp up. But you know, that's a man right there. That's that that's is a, a grown man. That's a grown ass man that you're trying to tackle. And I I could understand trying to make some business decisions as he's coming around the corner at full speed. So I mean, look. I ain't got nothing against the Nightcrawlers, man. They were a hell of a team. All their dudes are friggin' are, you know, on point. They are not bad guys. And, you know, that was a good team that they played. And, and for people to say that the Insomniacs didn't play anybody, come on. No. Come and, on. And, and, and while we're at it, let's give our due and our respect to the Tampa Nightcrawlers, who were fantastic. Um Mark Backway and Logo Davis are as is, Ooh, as advertised. As advertised, <laughs> at, at, man. Kudos to them. Like I said, it 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 wasn't a matter of that they lost the game. It was just the Insomniacs when they had to made the plays that they did. And, and speaking of it, the man that put it all together has joined us at the panel. Um, you're now a champion head coach. How does that sound, Coach? Sounds good. No, that sounds great. Come on, man. Don't say it sounds good. It sounds great. National champion. Not 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 local champion. National champion. I had to use the most of my adrenaline and drive home on something. <laughs> of course, James James Burgoyne almost botched the name. Good Lord. But he has uh, joined us, the Insomniac set coach. So, I mean, take me through the, your mind of emotions as the final 60 minutes went through your mind this past Sunday. Um, I can tell you this. I've been a part of some exciting, you know, games and flag and playing myself and uh, going to a USA-Mexico soccer match in L.A., this is by far the best experience I've had really? for a game being involved in. That's you saying to, something. You have to give your hats off to the Nightcrawlers. I mean, those guys were good. They could have made excuses saying, oh, it was the refs, or they could have said, you got lucky. No, they were classy all the way around. You know, they, they were talented, classy, and um, got to take your hats off to them because – they got some amazing athletes that they do. So I know <clears throat> we'll talk in nauseam about how Quincy birds changed everything with his back-to-back interceptions, but you, you, you heard me. I did hurt you. You went right at Rob Fabian and, and shout out to big Rob, but, but I mean, you went up and said, Hey, Hey Rob, give, give my guys some respect. And you know, Rob, it just, it just bothers me because they, they watch a game where, you know, we're, in hand on the game and Q gets in there to play a little bit of quarterback. Um, and then it didn't look too good. I mean, it wasn't great, but he still threw a touchdown pass for, you know, the score of the game. But, you know, the thing about it is that's, that's what I love about this team. We got, we got a team full of dogs, but a team full of team players, you know, Q could have been like, Oh, you know, put me in, put me in, put me in. But he's not like that. You know, we have a lot of guys that are like that, that are, there for the team next man up when someone comes out they step in and they do some scoring or they do some playmaking man i'll tell you what <clears throat> i was sitting on the sidelines 20 to 32 i'm watching these guys go down the field again yeah. the only thought i could have in my mind is let's get a turnover and i'm sitting down on the sidelines not standing up so i can't see over everybody i see on the big screen, I see um, they're trying to get the corner, and that's hemmed up. It's not going anywhere. I see him start to break back, and I look down the field because I'm trying to see over everybody, which I can't because I'm sitting down. 
and it's I wish I would have had a camera because all I see is a ball go up and these two gloves go up and catch it and the crowd go wild. So now I have to stand up. I got to see what's going on. And all I see is Q running back towards me. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, man. Johnny on the spot. I mean, he read the play perfect. Dude, yeah, you, you know, did. Uh, that's, you know, as good as those guys are, you know, the, the need for a playground ball, you know, it hurt him. You know, oh, it hurt him in, in on two plays. And I was going to say he didn't he didn't just read the play and Johnny on the spot in one play. He did that back to back times for those interceptions. Mm. Both of those he was Johnny on the spot in the right position, reading the quarterback the whole time. That was, and the quarterback may have given it away too much with I mean, his eyes. As fast as he is, I mean, it's still you know our D line was getting to him, and he was tired also. You know, he had to play both. You try covering David for a whole game. He's going to be tired. No, thank you. Uh, just trying to cover him for a whole game, you're going to be tired, let alone going back and playing quarterback as well. I, I, I mean, hit I mean if, he yep. if he would have got um, any of those catches in the first half, I mean, you know, we wouldn't even be talking about no. Q <laughs> keeping us in the game. It just Davik easily could have had a golden sombrero in this yeah. game because he had, some, he had a steps a few times and Scooter just yep. – there's at a least rare, three or a rare, four. A, a rare off day for Scooter throwing the ball, but when he needs to make the passes, he made it because I, I, I'll i say like this. As much as we talk about Q's big plays on defense at nauseum, which is correct, but how big was the touchdown to Smooth before the end of the half as opposed to being down five as opposed to possibly being down nine at the half? Well, that's, that's another, you know, Smooth, another guy. I mean, guys are just, honestly, you guys are probably just now paying attention to him because of the big play he had. But I mean, he made big plays on three on one. He made big plays, at, you know, on DB, and that's what I love about this team is we're so deep and fundamentally sound that people can step in and you know make a play right away. But the play that he does, even though he gets open, but you see at the end where he dives for the touchdown at the yeah. pylon, yeah, he knew he knew everyone knew what was at stake, and everybody stepped up their game. And even you can even look on the sideline, even when we were down, nobody was panicking. You know, there's you know, chit-chat back and forth, you know, where, you know, you're trying to get everybody, you know, on the same page. Same you got the refs trying to get you to get back. You got some guy in a extra medium shirt. We don't even know who he is. He's <laughs> bothering our players. <laughs> trying to trying to tell us how to do stuff. And then um, it just, you know, everything just seemed to flow. I just, I didn't have any doubt that we were going to win. I didn't think we, it would be done that way. But, um, you know, I was, you know, the game itself was exciting, though. I mean, you can you can ask for a better ending to the season, especially after what the Insomniacs have been through. And I'm not saying, like, a lot of bad. It's just, you know, kind of a, a lot of the BS that, you know, Chris knows about uh, that we've been through. And, you know, just made it even more sweeter at the end. So let me ask this. When you see the Nightcrawlers basically starting to showboat a little bit, um, what did that do to your sideline? Um, you know what? I don't think they, that's, that's the thing. I don't think it bothered them. They just, they had the goal, you know? I, I mean, the crowd got the crowd riled up and I think that, <laughs> I mean, that helped us more than it. They definitely them. were the eighth man for sure. So for us, you know, it was just, we had to make plays like uh, that's at the end of the day, we had to make plays at the beginning of the uh, half. We weren't making the plays going into the second half make the adjustments and everyone started making the plays. But 
What about the balls on Scooter to call that option to RTC to win the game? On fourth and four. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Do you you think we have any playmaker we could go to? But you know what? We rode rode Wilkerson there. Rode the bus. We're going to ride him, you know, for the win. And this is why Wilkerson gave, you know, his, you know, shout out to Munchie. That dude blocked three dudes on that play. He blocked one, peeled off, and hit two that were together, and that sprung Wilkerson. I don't know if you paid attention, but there's another run that RTC had that um, Munchie put a dude on his back. I mean, and he was laying on top game. of him. And it was, it was one of those plays where I was watching, and I'm just like, oh, damn. How do you get back up from that as a cornerback and know that you got to go against this man again? Listen, I know we talk about Wilkerson. We talk about a Scooter, Munchie. You know, all the great guys we have. But can we get some love to the O line? Oh, that O line was off the chain. Yeah. That O line was putting in work. Those were not small. That O line was slow sweet. guys. No. no. Those were big, fast dudes that were coming in. Like, I don't know if you saw a couple of those late blitzes. Oh, yeah. By Henderson or yep. the other guy, number nine. But, I mean, he came in hard. You know, like, it was, that, that's a tough, that's a tough block to pick up. For an offensive lineman, and even for Wilkerson, when you're coming in that fast and that strong and low to the ground, you know what? But there's another there's another piece that I saw that um, stood out to me as far as the offensive line goes. I watched Mac block two guys on a uh, on a play up the middle that was exceptional. I mean, he hit one guy basically and drove him into the other to open up that hole, and that was impressive because I I know Mac is strong as hell. But to see him do that with the size of the guy that he did it with was very impressive. I mean, Wes and Oos, you know, uh, I'm sorry, Wes and Mac, those are two top-tier linemen. Okay. And then that's not even counting that we have Nay, you know, who's, who came off an injury to come out and play majority of the game. Also, John Price, you know. OG. Every, everybody don't understand. We got Gabe. <clears throat> I, I mean, we got depth. You know what I'm saying? Lots of depth. If someone gets hurt, we have guys that can step up and fill fill the void. Don't get me wrong, you know, Mac and Wes are exceptional. Yes. You know what I mean? But I think with uh, the team that myself, Dyson, um, Scooter, you know, came together and, you know, obviously we've all known each other for flag for a long time. You know, like I made a post for Dyson where I've known him for almost, over 20 years. Our kids played, you know, five-year-old football together. Yeah, I saw that. And then we played, you know, he you know, flag football with us, you know, when I had my top-tier team. Um, we all know each other. And I think, and it, that's why I kind of was disagreeing whenever you guys would say, like, sick was more together than we were. Like, there's no, we're, we've all known each other for years. Can I set that record straight, though? Not you. I was gonna, <laughs> I'm the, you I was know what I'm say. talking about. Because I've been, I walk the sidelines. I hear yeah. what's going on. And the fact that you guys get the misrepresentation of arguing on the sidelines kind of no, no, cracks Munch, me Munchy's up. Just You're not. Loud. Munchie's just loud. Yeah, you just, and, and the thing about it is that's exactly, I was just going to say, that's exactly who I was going to because Munchie gets, he gets loud and people think he's yelling at, at people and he's not. He's just you know, basically telling his point. When we, when we went to Ohio. Like, He's just an intense individual. Was, yes, he is. When we were in Ohio, you know, Munchie was uh, just taking a breather when we were playing cards. 
and Q, they both, when they're together, it's like, uh, you know, it's like inside of the nights when they're playing. Yeah. When they're separate, it was like, you know, me and Stevie can hear each other talk. It was just, that's how funny it was whenever those two got together. I mean, the, <laughs> the volume was just through the roof. Man, I'll tell you what, Munch has got a, a love for this game, and I see it in his eyes when he caught the touchdown, and he was kind of like me when I was playing, and I, I didn't catch a touchdown, but I flattened somebody to spring somebody. I was happy as hell for that, and I saw the look in his eyes on, on those plays as well. Man, I'll tell you what, there's not too many players on your squad that um, I wouldn't agree with you a thousand percent on on their play and their willingness to just go in and do whatever needs Man, to be done. Everybody on our team has a love for the game. I mean, there's not one person on our team that you can't say loves, you know, I loves the game. Would agree. Would agree. I'm just pointing out and some of the guys that I yeah. see. You can see it in their eyes when they're standing on the sidelines when they're uh, when they make plays a whole nine. It's it's a beautiful thing to see. Oh, um, by the way, that first. Uh, Fumble was an actual fumble. I don't know how they overturned that. Yeah, that I don't understand either because it, how it, that ball was it, it, up ball in the was air the before he even touched the ground. ground. Yeah, no. I, don't, I don't know what they were looking at. Yeah, no. But I mean, that could have changed the game too. I mean, and that's and that's where I get upset with Robin. Then when they say we don't play defense, you know, just because yeah, we did give up points to the Nightcrawlers, but they're good. You know, they're yeah. you're you're gonna give up points yeah. to them. But I mean, look, you gave up forty five. Watchman gave up. 60. Or 46, sorry. 50. Watchmen gave up. A 50 burger. No, Watchmen gave, gave up 62. Yeah. yeah, they gave up 60. Um, 60 you guys a 50 burger. I'm so, sorry. I mean, when you think about that and you think about some of these other teams that, you know, have played, <clears throat> I think the only team that I can put into that realm of what they do in backyard football that you can't really get ready for is the Nightcrawlers. Well, I mean, Magway is like the Matrix anyways. I don't know how that dude... <laughs> Like his, how his ACL is not torn like three or four times in a like, game? I don't know. I mean, it's like Gumby. Yes, but I want to give you guys a stat. I talk about this all the time. You know, it's little things. Everyone wants to talk about defense, offense. Our three-on-one coverage. You stole my thunder. Is ridiculous. <laughs> you stole my it thunder. Is. Well, because I I gotta hype my guys up. Double A. It's not in personal. Oh, no, 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 but my, I'm, three, my three on one guys. You just don't understand. Gave up one touchdown all year. All year. All year long, yep. Yeah. Actually, two. One in the jamboree. But that didn't count because it's Correct. preseason. But Correct. it was to the same person, so we'll consider that one. To Cheetah. Yeah. And that's a, yeah. that's a hard task. To, to it is. But yeah, it is. we held Savion Cunningham to two games, zero returns. Lavish, two, uh, one game. Sorry, he was hurt in the second one. Yeah. Prayers hope it gets better. Um, zero. Uh, they're talking about Nightcrawler speed. You held zero. them to zero, yeah. Uh, was that chaos? They're talking about... I don't know, Corey Bridges, some semi-pro guy or some whatever. Right. Zero, you know. And Did those, he even get past a 30? Huh? Did he even get past a 30? I don't, I don't know. think he got past the second quarter. <laughs> but all I know is Stone, Stevenson, and, and Cannon were outstanding in coverage and making just key tackles. I mean, Stone late in the game made some huge tackles. But you, um, you got Q throws off, Trey that throws correct. off, Josh that throws correct. off. Um, you know, even Mar- Marcellus before he was on, you know, the rotation of, you know, DBs, he was on the throw you know what I mean? Like, but I tell you right now, Cannon, that's my guy right there. Ski mask and all. That dude, dude that is, dude is Mr. Pilfer. He, he, he is like, I'm trying, he's coming to get that ball. Oh yeah. You better hold on to it. Now, hold your thought. 
We do have more guests. We did say this is the Insomniac's oh, party. <laughs> so, Quan, if you could, please cue the video for our next guest. And then you see the throw caught. Oh. And that's Trey Robinson! Bye. Shepard, coaches only, touchdown in Tampa, Bartney, Vegas, they lead. Did I say stop at the sticks? Yeah, you definitely did. The AJ video, that is, please. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> oh, Nick. Nick, Nick, Nick. You know what? Shout out to Nick Blaze, who is going through some stuff and still Elite. manages to get Period. here. Shout out First to him. First and 10 from the 43. Bagway pursued by McWilliams. McWilliams is evaded. And there's a catch. Oh, Ball's loose. Ball's out. And it looks like the Insomniacs might have gotten And the Insomniacs come up with the ball. It's McWilliams. Goodness. How do, you, how do you not win with that kind of energy, bro? Like, seriously, right? like, when you have a guy like that on your team, how do you how do you not win every game? Well, we did win every game, but... With, with, tears, <laughs> right? with tears in his eyes as he makes the biggest fumble recovery in the Insomniac's history. Hold on, let's just put it this way. I think we all could agree, our... Defensive player of the oh, year. Oh, no question. Without no, no, a shadow no, no. of a doubt. I appreciate I'm sorry, that. That's the league's defensive MVP. Yes. Should yes. be. Yes. Should well, be. If he's heard, not, there's well, something wrong. You, you heard what I said last week about his motor. It reminds me of one LT that played for the Giants in war number 56. But AJ McQuaig and coach Stevie Dyson. Gentlemen, well, Steve Dyson. Gentlemen, welcome. AJ, welcome back. Um, there holds the gold trophy. How does it feel, gentlemen? Feels great. Uh, awesome. Appreciate you guys for having us. No, thank you for wanting to come on. So, um, AJ, uh, trying to contain <laughs> one Mark Bagway was not oh, was, easy was, at all. No, um, I'm still sore. My legs, my thighs are still sore. <laughs> I'm, yeah, it was hard to contain that, man. It was, he's fast. He's fast. But really fast. you did get to him a couple of times. Just a couple. I tried to get more, but he got the ball out quick, and then, you know, it is what it is. You know what I mean? So. Gentlemen, what you got for our other guests? There you go. You want me to talk? Well, now that we got that, no, we're just waiting for them to get the mic right so that way we can talk and they could hear us. So, um, AJ, man, I was watching from the sidelines when uh, you had that first sack, and I'm glad that that rolled over the top because I was afraid that they were going to call you for a horse collar, but... Man, I think that kind of let uh, Bagway know that you were gonna be on his ass all day. Yeah, I tried. I tried to be on his ass, man. It was it was tough. It was tough. Try to keep him. Uh, try to get the outside arm containment with that man stride and trying to get around that corner and trying to beat him to a spot instead of trying to chase him is yeah, man. It was, it was crazy. Yeah, his change of direction is uh, yeah, his stop on, yeah, his stop on a dime too. All of them, all of them Florida boys. Give him credit. They. When they said that Florida, Florida speed was real, yeah, that, them stopping on a dime is, is ridiculous. I couldn't even, yeah. Now, let me ask you. There was a couple of times early in the game to where um, they were trying to use your head as a punching bag. What exactly happened? And do you feel like the ref should have made a flag on that play? I think he did call a flag on that play. Oh, he did? Uh, on yeah. one. On one of them. On one. It was a couple of them. He punched, one of them. Shout out to number eight. He was a good player. He was cool. A little handsy. He poked me in my eye, jabbed me in my eye a little bit. Um, I guess I lost my footing or whatever. He got me and started pushing me on my back, pushing me in the back of my head. But that's just that's just football, to be honest with you. I didn't mean to take none of it. No, but the one that was called 
was a uh, forearm to the back of the head. Yeah. Coach so, Nixon, what are your thoughts? Uh, well, first, I don't want to jump in, but I'm saying <laughs> if it's not everybody's take that this is the defensive MVP of the whole league, then they haven't been watching. At this all. man has been easily the most dominant defensive player I've seen, period. I've watched East Coast games. I've watched the Ohio games. I've watched our games. Say we don't play defense in Vegas, but, man, this kid right here didn't know him very much coming into the season. I got to know him very fast. Yeah, I didn't this, know if he was real or not. This, I, was, I was trying to get his number from New Jersey. <laughs> I didn't get all this dude makes plays after play after play, and the motor never – Oh, no. It's never enough. No. He never no. he never takes the next play off. He no. can get a sack, safety, whatever. The next play, he's going harder than he went to play. He just made a big play on. Hey. It's incredible to watch, man. I'm sorry. And you know what else man, he did? Had me in awe. He raised sure. the defense. Like everybody wanted oh, to be easily. at that level. Oh yeah. Everybody easy. wanted to be at his level. So they they raised their play to be at AJ's level. Hey, by the way, AJ, I had a conversation with uh Kino. From uh, chaos mm-hmm. after that hit, and that uh, the first hit that he took in that game, yeah, there was a lot of them. I said, uh, well, I asked him. I said, because he was at the um, the combine. combine. Yeah, I saw him. So I was talking to him. I said, hey, how'd that uh, hit feel? And he goes, man, I think I'm still feeling that. <laughs> so you you let him know, man. You let him know right off the bat what was going to happen and what was coming for him all day. And I don't think he was uh, comfortable sitting in one spot for more than about <laughs> a second. I had to. I had to send that message. That's what our day was about. Attack, hit, wrap up, and just try to send a message to the, to the team that we're not playing. We're, we're real. You know I mean, they saying? didn't do Keno any favors by pissing him off before the game either. Yeah, no, that was yeah, no. <laughs> no, sitting on the sidelines talking. That was dumb. So take me to the fumble recovery that eventually set up the bus stop, making one last stop in the end zone. Um, what did you see? Because you instantly pounced on the ball very quickly. What, what, did you, what did you see on that play? I saw the ball hit the floor. Get on that ball. <laughs> don't let go. Get up before anybody starts pouncing on you and make sure you grab that ball. It wasn't my, it wasn't insane insomniac, so just throw the ball in the end zone. Just throw it away. You know what I mean? So make that, sure that, yeah. That was, uh, and that was also something sitting on the sidelines I was laughing about with uh, one of the refs because I'm like, you went in there looking for the ball, and my man's running down he the field ran, with yeah. He ran instantly. Yeah, ran. I had to go, man. I knew it was our ball. Offense, get on the, get on the field. Offense, score. Yeah, and that's what they dope. did. Shout out, shout out. We don't, I don't get that fumble recovery if Q doesn't get his interception. And speaking of Q's INTs, Quan, if you have that footage ready, if you may, roll it, please, sir. Just got to figure out which one it is. 32 to 20, your score. Ooh. The toss. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. That's Keese. Keese. Oh! Quincy Bites! Quincy Bites! And you have to find the situation! He has got to try to go all the way! Front side! Out of back! And here come the insomniac fans. Listen, and there's you standing. We we have done nothing but slander Q at quarterback, but he has been the best special teams player in this game and maybe makes the inspirational play this insomniac (laughs) team needed. (laughs) You see, did you see big boy trucking to make sure he didn't get in the end zone? He was speed. That boy was moving, man. He was moving. I was behind him. He was moving. But you know what? I was watching the them on Saturday in the flag tournament. 
and I'm sitting with Scooter and, and uh, Chris and them, and I'm watching, and they threw him the ball on a screen. Mind you, he looks like a lineman. Mm -hmm. He took the screen, cross field into the house, and I said, this, this is a fast-ass big guy. Yeah, I, said, yeah. I didn't see him in the film from, against in Ohio. So I didn't know who he was. And I said, who is this fast-ass big man? Well, it's because the other guy to the house. It's because they kept throwing deep to the other guy that was wide open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Bang, bang. Right? Well, that was, uh, I, I'll tell you what, man. When I, Like I said, when I saw that play, I was like, oh, talk about a momentum shift. And then the, the touchdown off of that and then the pick on the very next offensive play mm -hmm. from the Nightcrawlers. By Q again. Mm -hmm. And do we have that cut? I think we do. Quan, if you please. See where he's at. The snap the by Bagway. The crowd on its feet. The crowd rolling inside the field house. And Two, again! again! second straight interception! Coming from the left side of the defense to make that play. Twice. But also, you have to also mention, as I've Dude, always said, it. when you play the Insomniacs, you got to look for 20 and 10. And you can see clearly in that footage, 20 and 10 were uh, blocking the vision. But, I mean, for Q to just jump the route like that. He read it. He, <laughs> just, he read just, it perfectly. That's just football IQ. You saw he was, he's, he was the backside contained as the, you know, the play went the other side. He knew not to give up on the trail. You know, and obviously, you know, Bagway's going to try and make kind of a, a cross the body throw because he was he was daggered inside. There was, there was no way he was getting off. Well, don't we say well, no way, but it looked like he was, you know, not going to get out of that situation. So, you know, Q read his eyes and got him. Well, so now here comes the question, and this is for the whole Insomniac panel that's in right now. So now. Yeah, we'll go undefeated again next year. Beat <laughs> <laughs> me to it, James. There, th there's oh, a mic man. drop right there. But my question is, now that you guys were the season as the hunter, how will you guys handle being now the hunted, knowing that everyone's going to be coming for what you want or what you have, which is that beautiful gold trophy right there? I mean, no offense, we'll never be the hunted. We're always going to be the hunters. You know, we want all that smoke. We don't care who it is. Northeast, Florida. Nah, we're not worried about Ohio. Um, well, but Vegas, you know, there's a little hate there. Nah, there's just no a little hate. bit. There's no hate. There. There's really no hate. Well, a lot of those guys are really cool guys. They're just, you know, they just, just like, a few. You, they just like your, you know, when you got four brothers, they're the littlest one, you know, they get babied. So we, you, well, know, listen, you gotta, it, you gotta it, make them in. It's a, it's, we were the hunted this year. You guys might want, not want to admit it, but the hype got behind us. Everybody wanted to call it overhype. Everybody wanted to say we weren't what we were. We knew what we had before the season started. But we kept hearing, uh, we, we lost the game to sick. That game wasn't supposed to be a win. Came back, be sick. Then we heard, oh, handily, we don't play no handily. defense. Yeah, handily, be sick. Then we hear, we don't play any defense. We go in Ohio and shut them down. Then we hear, we've never, see, we've never had adversity, you know, we go out in the national championship game. We're down two scores to the top most explosive offense in the nation easily. Mm -hmm. And we handle business. And we made them eat it. So in our, in our eyes, we've, we've been, you know, defying odds all this year. So next year is going to be the same thing to it's us. It's going to be easier it's, next year because, yeah. I mean, now you guys know. Like, Maybe less doubt, but, you know, it's, it, there's still going to be, be people this is, who say. This is what I heard all season. 
oh, you know, the Forks are going to be good. They have NFL-type coaching no, over yeah. there. Scratch. Sick <laughs> with it. They're they're more put together. They're more like family because they go bowling together. Scratch. Yeah. Ohio, you know, the, you don't know. They have all the semi-pro gurus of Indiana. Scratch. Now, who else do we got to play? Oh, that's right, the Nightcrawlers. The number one, like, 4-2 speed. Best quarterback in the nation. Logo Davis could be the best quarterback in the nation if he was a quarterback, if he tried to play quarterback. Either one of them. And I can't say scratch them because they, they were a phenomenal team. Easily the and best team And that was the great game that we played. Yeah, we met a match with them. Easily the best team we played, and yeah. it's not even close. And n- nothing against Sick or, or the uh, Chaos or anybody like that. No, but, that's everything against them. They, it wasn't even close. That was the most talented team we've seen all season, and it hats off to them. <clears throat> but at the end of the day... We did what we were what we were supposed to do, and we felt the entire time. I just want to address one thing because I heard a lot of people talking after the game about what they saw on our sideline during the game when we were down, and I was hearing people say, "Oh, we looked defeated." And before the picks, before Q got the picks, right? Not you guys here, but I'm saying I watched the, sh- the little after show, and they said, "Oh, if you looked on the sideline, it's 32 to 20. We looked defeated. We thought the game was over." Until we got those picks. Not one person on our sideline felt like that. Mm-hmm. We, we knew the whole game. We felt we were the better team. We just hadn't capitalized on some of the things that we should have. Make up until that point. And at that point, what Q did gave us the opportunity to fix those things. And that's what we did. Twice. So I'm going to say it like that. For everybody who's saying that, you know, the better team lost, that's, that's not how sports work. And if you think that, you don't know sports. The better team on that day won the game. That's what it is. Defense wins championships. Right. And what do they say about football? The team that makes the least amount of mistakes is usually the winner. Yes, sir. Who didn't have any turnovers? Not us. Right. right. Well, when you're plus took four them away. in the turnover category. Yeah. When you're Cute. plus that four. Helps. It, it does but you know what? And, and that isn't, you know, and, and we're just talking about it. Q was reading that. That's not luck. No. No. That's right. somebody going out, That's seeing skill. what's yeah, going on. Patient. And being skillful with what he was doing on defense, so let's not let's not knock that and try to let people say, "Oh yeah, you got lucky." No, that wasn't luck, man. That was being in the right place Q, at the right Q's time. Q's easily got one of the best football minds that I've known, and I know a lot of top guys with IQ. My boy Josh Smith, Stevie has it, and we play a lot of a lot of a lot of players we know. Munchie has it, Shadow has it. Like that's why this team is so special, is because I. Yeah, we have the talent, but the IQ is so far above, in my opinion, a lot of the teams that we faced that, you know, that gives us an upper edge. And part of that have, is you guys have like seven or eight coaches on your team as well. So, yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, that doesn't, yeah, that I goes mean, to the IQ part, I think, is yeah. you've, when you've got that many people who coach, whether it's high school, youth, whatever they're doing, well, I mean, give they you have exa- different levels yeah. of the IQ. Yeah. Give you an example. Mesh as well. Dyson is a football family. That's yeah. They eat, breathe football. That's, oh, that's that whole family does. Right. Uh, that and, and smoke hookah. That's, I mean, yeah. that's, that's <laughs> all they do. Now, now, right. now speaking of Munchie. Oh, I thought you were going to say hookah. No, not, not hookah. <laughs> speaking of Mr. Munchie, um, Mr. Schufer, are you there, sir? Maybe. Maybe. We are awaiting the Swiss I, Army. I said, do you have something to say while we're waiting for Schufer? I would, I would, you guys got time for a quick story? Backstory, since we were talking about Q, I wanted to just throw this out there. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. All right. So, if it wasn't for Q 
there might not have been an Insomniacs team, at least to this level. And I'm going to tell you why. We're going to go back to the, um, the Fall Brawl Championship. They, they had the little tournament, right? That uh, $10,000. Dream team versus yeah, Corey yep. Hammond. And there was yeah. the Dream Team, right? The Dream Team was put together by Jerry and Q. Q was bringing the ball hawks. Now, we flaked on Q, so we didn't end up playing in that. If you look at their jersey, they wore Canyon Springs jersey. Q's the head coach at Canyon Springs High School, by the way. So they wore his jerseys. We didn't end up going. After that was over, they won it so easily, you know, talking to Q. Me and Q, because I, uh, I run a team called the Ballhawks and Flag. He's, you know, Q's one of my best friends. So we talk all the time. So Q's talking to me. I, he's like, we got to get in this. I'm like, okay. I said, I'm going to get a team in this next season in the spring. He tells me, right? So I call him. I'm like, all right, it's official. I decided I'm going to get a team. I'm talking to the Ballhawks. I call Q up. He says, you know what? I was just talking to Scooter. He said, James is putting a team in. He knows me and James go way back. So Q tells me, call James. He was so I called James. James, I'm going to put a team in A7. He's like, I, uh, I talked to Q. He said, you're putting a team in also. You know what I mean? So uh, I was seeing if you wanted to do this together. No brainer. So the, the Insomniacs almost was two different teams if it wasn't for Q telling me to call James. And so when I called James and I brought, you know, the Ballhawks, which, you know, is Davix, Donye, Q, Wes, like those guys would have been wherever I was at and wherever Q was at. And James... James with Scooter and them, they would have had Munchie and all them. Would have been on separate teams. Wouldn't have been a powerhouse the way we were if it wasn't for us coming together. And so, you know, credit to Q for, you know, giving me the heads up to talk to James to put this together. Because if it wasn't for that, we might have been two different teams. I got a question for you guys. Um, something Big Rob said to me, which I want to squash right now. He said, the Insomniacs are a super team that was put together to win this. And you guys would not be back. When you say that, well, I can tell you this right now: Wait. we're not a super team. We're we're uh, a team built to win. That that's two totally different things. We're a team built to win. We're not a super team. We're a team that can play run. We can pass. We can play run defense. We can play pass defense. I mean, we have great special teams. Uh, we got great football minds that are on the sidelines that that also play the game. So we will be back. That's a guarantee. I don't. When they call us the super team, right? I don't think they understand. I mean, I, I take it as it's flattering, right? But I, I don't think they understand how we come together, right? The TMNT, which is Scooter and Munchie's flag. Flag team, they're, right? They're faction. They they play a lot of the five man flag, right? When when ball hawks play, we usually play with them. So you'll see a lot of their film from the past. They they call us the turtle hawks. So we'll go out and we'll play with them in that. So that scooter, me, it, you'll have Donye Davik. You'll have my son will play with them, and then Munchie, uh, Schwank. Kenny Mack, all them. So that's how that works. So they have a team, and then I have a team called the Ballhawks, which is one of the, the more established. Upper, established teams in Las Vegas, eight-man flag. So, you know, so, like, we've all been playing with, against, and, you know, around each other for years. So it's not like we just said, hey, those guys look good. Let's see if they want to put a team together that we can win with. Like, we knew each other before any of this started. We've played with each other before any of this started. 
I just wanted to set the record straight. That's all. Yeah. No, uh, that's a good point. Because I know the truth. All right. So we're going to try this again. Um, actually, we're going to have two guests that are coming in via Skype. Uh, first off, Mr. Shuford, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. What's going on, Doug? Welcome, welcome, sir. Welcome back. How are you? Hey, I'm great, man. I can't complain. I'm like a champion. Uh, right, rightfully so. Rightfully so. And also, uh, the son of Krypton is also planning to join us. Mr. Robinson, are you there? No train. Nope. Okay. So, uh, Quan, if you can um, queue up Munchie's video, if you might, if you don't mind, please, sir. That's a lot of video to go through. It is. <laughs> Damn lot. Or maybe. Used to be number one. Number 11 in your programs, but number one in your heart. There you go. And of course, shoot that arrow one more time. What's you know, we call, call Munchie Mimosa Munchie. <laughs> <laughs> so while we await your highlight package, uh, Mr. Shuford, uh, tell me just your thoughts when you saw your teammate, Mr. Lyons, come down with the prayer that was not answered for the Nightcrawlers. Um, honestly, you know, one thing that Dyson just uh, alluded to was how we've all played together before um, and, like, how we always play together. And what people don't know is that me and Donye had a silent switch on that play. Um, you know, it was just one of those things where I knew he would see the wheel coming. He knew I would see the post coming. And so I took the post and he took the wheel. Um, when I saw the ball go into the air, uh, I just look over there and I know he's there. And, you know, I, I have all faith in him. Uh, you know, they, they'll, they'll tell you, I don't, there's not much that I think he can't do on the football field. So, you know, when that ball went in the air, you know, I pretty much knew the game was over. Well, you pretty much had yourself a well of a game on both sides. You found the end zone twice. Um, the first touchdown as you're rolling down the sideline, uh, what was the play calling? Just what was your uh, mindset on that play? Well, I mean, it's, it's fourth down. Um, if you play with us, you know what's coming on fourth down. Munchie's running to come back, and you got to stop it. Um, you know, we did that a couple times throughout the game. Me and Scooter have been doing that for seven, eight years. Um, you know, so that's just what it is. Um, so I run a comeback and, uh, Keith tries to tackle me and I just kind of shed him. And then, you know, I, I realize I have the sideline and so I just take off, um, you know, and, 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 you know, that energy, I just, I just felt it at that moment. So, you know, that was a time where I'm like, all right, like we here, like <laughs> we right here. And great players make great plays. Right. Well, speaking of the second touchdown, which, on that touchdown, there's a great steal photo of you jumping in the air, catching the ball. And, of course, the Vikings, Scott McCorkle, who's not here, being the biggest cheerleader in the world. And me yeah. with my jaw dropping, I'm like, I did not know much could get that high. Nonetheless. Yeah, um, um, I thought Scott was going to jump on him. <laughs> no, no, no. So it's, it's, uh, but the funny thing you told me the was, that... the funny thing you told me was, before, before you um, talk about it, you had told me when we had talked after pregame, you said, Scotty told me to jump on his head and, well, go ahead and tell the story. <laughs> Well, no, so what happened was after uh, Q gets the second pick, you know, everybody's all hype. Uh, we get in the huddle and Scooter's getting ready to call a play. And I look at Scooter and I say, put on his fucking head. And Scooter looks at me and he's like, almost like skeptical. And I'm like, bro, put it on his head. 
he goes, okay. And there's no play call. There's, there's nothing. Everybody else lines up. Um, everybody knows what's coming. And as that, that was literally the play call. Put it on his fucking head. <laughs> so and really, you went and got it. So really, you just pulled a Keyshawn Johnson, just throw me the damn ball. <laughs> yeah, you know, because honestly, this season, um, specifically, I just, I, I've really taken the backseat, and I've enjoyed the backseat, like, to be honest with you. I've enjoyed the lead blocking for RTC, the pass pro for school, watching David go crazy. Um, like, like I, I've really enjoyed that, uh, you know. And so for me, it was... All right, it's the championship game. All right, they're going to load the box up, and I need to play some receiver. Well, I mean, this is what I do, you know. So um, it's what I got paid to do. It's 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 my realm. So when I get in that mode, then it's really nothing you could do. It's nothing you could do to stop me. They put four different corners on me, and there was nothing they could do. And that's a great team. Like not not no knock on them at all. That that team is top tier, but. It was every time they put a different corner on me, it was like, there's there's a mismatch somewhere. Either I'm smarter than you or I'm bigger than you or my feet are fat. Like, there's going to be a mismatch somewhere. I'm going to find something that I could pick apart. You could see it in the video, too. You were letting him know that. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Well, on, on the yeah. second touchdown, he definitely <laughs> let him know that he was in the building and he was indeed him. And yeah, he, no. I, and he let honestly, Homeboy know he was too small. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it, it's just you know, I'm, I'm just I'm more just grateful that I had the opportunities to make those plays, you know, um, because like I said, I really I really haven't needed to all season, um, you know. So when my team called on me, I'm glad that I was you know there and able to make them. Well, uh, heck, it you took you know? three men down as RTC made his final stop in the end zone. As you was uh, <laughs> at first, Chris and I thought that you were doing a prop when he fell down and was you know, and he was holding oh, his no, calf. I had to, I had to, I had to examine him to make sure. Uh, I had to. I had to make sure his injury was all okay. okay. It was just cramps. But, yeah, it was just cramps. But, but still, you, but no, I mean, you, you, you still know, took three men out in in route for him going to the end zone to win the game <laughs> on fourth down. Well, that's because that's what it's about, you know. Uh, Dyson to tell you, James to tell you, they've been playing with me for a long time. Uh, on fourth down, I, you know, the ball's coming with the game on the line. Give me the ball. It it really doesn't matter what they do. It does, there's nothing like. With the game on the line, give me the ball. And we get in the huddle, and Wilkerson goes, bro, it's it's fourth and four. Let's run it. And I look, and I'm like, bro, it's fourth and four. Like, <laughs> he said, bro, we're going to get seven yards a pop. I said, all right. And, you know, I, at that moment, I, you know, I'm talking to Wes. I'm talking to Ice. I'm talking to Mac. Uh, I'm talking to Davik. I'm talking to Scooter and Wilkerson. And you could even see it on the video. Um, and I'm just telling them, like, this is the one play where – like everything that you got, like, like literally has to be, you know, put out there. Um, and so we had, we actually had a zone left called and Scooter checks it at the line and RTC goes into the pistol and Scooter check quick pitch. And I didn't even know that Scooter check quick pitch. Um, it was too loud. I didn't hear the check. So I go to block the corner and I see Scooter and RTC come to the right. I see Scooter pitch it and I just see two of their backers just flying and you know, instincts take over at that point. All right. We're going to try again. Uh, the son of Krypton, Trey Robinson, are you there? Are you ready? I 
don't think so. Damn, Chris, you didn't pay his phone bill. Yeah. No, some man. dad, you are. Pop, he didn't call. He didn't call me and say, hey, "Pops, I need some help." <laughs> say, man. We will try Trey again, but um, so, I mean, obviously, you heard your coach basically said that uh, we're not going anywhere. Do you feel the same way, Munch? Absolutely. There's, you know, I mean, obviously, just like in any other league, like there's going to be some turnover where some guys are going to be on other teams, and you know, some guys are going to feel like. They need to play elsewhere, and that's fine. Um, you know, we wish them the best of luck unless they plan against us. Um, and, you know, that that's just what it is. But, I, you know, I, I said it the other day uh, on a post where I'm not really worried. We're, we'll be back here. Um, we're going to win the fall, and then we'll be back here. And Bunch, we're go ahead. Spring again. Bunch, go ahead and tell them what our saying is. We're just better. We're just doesn't, better. We're it, just it really better. doesn't matter what you do. We're just way uh, better. <laughs> yeah, it, does, it doesn't matter what you do. You can you can try your hardest. We run plays where we get up to the line, and I tell everybody exactly where to go during the play, and I call out the numbers of the defensive players that we're going to block. Very and they know we're running them. the ball. They run plays. And there's nothing they can do about it. None of that. We're just better. Mm. Hey, so quick question for all of you. Because I was uh, I was rather impressed. We had um, one of the uh, football teams, youth football teams, out there watching the game, and I saw a lot of them come and track you guys down after the game, for asking for autographs. Yeah, how how that make you guys feel? Good, real good. It made me feel like a superstar. Let me feel like someone important <laughs> to somebody, to some kids. Yeah, they didn't ask me for to uplift. They asked me to move out of the way so I can get, <laughs> get to AJ or, uh, or Big Mac. It was on Mac. Oh, yeah, it was on Mac. Yeah. They were like, do you know him? I was like, yeah. I was like, he's a good guy. Go talk to him. <laughs> they were scared to talk to me a little bit. Yeah, because I was, I was in the zone. I was trying to, I was kind of ignoring him a little bit to be me. Yeah. I know AJ, AJ be too intense. Yeah. Son of Krypton, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. What's up, guys? How About are you, time. sir? I'm good in yourself. Pretty good. So, uh, just tell me your thoughts of, uh, well, I mean, you were a busy man that, that weekend. You played in the arena game, threw some dimes, threw some touchdowns, then you come through and uh, assist your team as you have made. So, what is it like to make history being the only man in the history of the American Sevens Football League to win on both coasts? You now have that distinction, sir. Uh, it feels amazing to be the only player to ever do that. I don't think no one else is going to ever do it either. So, Boy. So it was amazing. Very strong words from the son of Krypton. Okay, father of Krypton, what do you got for your son? Hey, um, what I got for you is, can you please run the speed option a little bit better around the corner? Because I think you can make it in the end zone a little bit more often there. Yeah. Um, so what that was, I was cramping up, and I had like, it felt like I was going to tear my hammy. So I wasn't, like, you know, trying to run too hard because I wanted to, like, you know, finish the whole entire game. So, you know, I was taking it easy in a few plays. Well, I mean, the uh, first but... one that you ran, everybody saw the speed around the corner. And yeah. we knew that the linemen weren't going to be able to keep up with you. But the second one you ran, I thought for sure you were going to have the touchdown. But, yeah, you know, I can understand being hurt. But, damn it, I was hoping for another touchdown, man. Me too. It's okay. <laughs> My teammates carry me. It's all right. That they did. Team effort. Casey, what do you got for him? Now that we do have Mr. Robinson on the phone, and he played in the Fall Brawl Championship, at least being down on the sideline to me, 
it seemed like this championship game was an exact deja vu of the Fall Brawl Championship without the three-on-one returns. We didn't uh, have the yeah. three-on-one back and forth, no, we, we but we, we still had the high scoring. Sorry. And <laughs> <laughs> we still had the high scoring from both okay, teams. <laughs> we, had, we had great defense from both teams, great offense from both teams. Wow. It was action-packed from start to finish. I feel like those so far have been the most exciting championships that we've seen even in the A7. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you, Casey. That was probably by far the most two champions. I mean, the, the most two best championships I've been a part of, you know, only because of atmosphere and just just all the animosity, you know, of everyone saying that we weren't going to get here in the first place or at the same time, we weren't going to finish, you know, what we started. But, uh, but like I said before, we like proving people wrong, you know. I'm doing it all my fucking life, so fuck them. Yeah. Well, you did say you wanted to come on the show and to quote you, talk big shit. So go ahead. <laughs> oh, no. It's no. one of our sayings, too. No. Fuck them. <laughs> if you haven't heard that when they're freaking breaking up. Right. Of course. Well, I mean, you heard it loud and clear. Well, that and also uh, free Tay. So, and now yes. he's free. Now he's no, no, free. No, no, no. He's free. Absolutely. Y'all let Tay free. Y'all, he's free y'all now. Listen, listen y'all right. not. Y'all. It's, it's gonna get bad for a lot of people because y'all don't let take free. So, well, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll just I'll, I'll just say this: if the Nightcrawlers had a hard time dealing with RTC for all, all four quarters, I could not imagine having to deal with him and Devonte if Devonte was able to play in that game. Can you imagine yeah. a fresh yeah. RTC at the end of that game? Oh, good Ooh. lord! That, My that's God! The only thing I, I think. Get. Go ahead, guys. Go ahead. Oh no, no, go ahead, Trey. I'm listening. Nah, that's one thing I didn't get when they kept saying that. We had to go all four quarters against, you know, Nightcrawlers. They had to go all four quarters against us. That little-ass line they had, those little-ass DBs and guys they had, and they're making it seem like we got to go four quarters against them? Come on, bro. That shit was backwards. I mean, well, he's right. I mean, they talk crap saying lying. that we don't play four quarters. It's not that we don't want to play. I mean, change the rule. We'll play four quarters. They'll just be like 150 to zero. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a goal for next season? Possibly put up triple digits? No. Well, I mean, we, we don't want to try and do it. We, we want to win the game. We want to win the game. Escape injury. I just like, had to ask the question. That's all. Work on our plays. I, think, I, I, I want to understand thing. this. Oh, go ahead. Trey. Yeah, go ahead. No, like, like, the scores wouldn't be the way that they are the team wasn't having fun, you feel me? The reason the score is so high is because the whole entire team is having fun. That's why the scores be so high. Well, the scores be so high because y'all yeah. just are that damn are good. That just way. that good. I <laughs> no, mean, no, no. Just, that, no let's be real. We're, we're definitely good, but like, our, it does nothing for us to go out and, and you know, just blow teams out. It, it does nothing for us. You know, for... For us, it's really like what Trey said. It's we're out there having fun. The reason why we're scoring so much is because we're having fun. Everybody's like, and it's, I won't even say, well, everybody's obviously locked in, but it's more so everybody's just out there enjoying themselves, having a good time playing together. So that that's what, that's the result of that, you know. This championship wasn't won because we had better guys. I mean, do, are, do I feel like our guys are better? Absolutely. Do I feel like that's why we won? No. I feel like we won because as a unit, as a team, we just we, we put everything together and we just leaned on each other and trusted each other. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it's it's a it, it's a total team effort from three on ones to 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 offense to defense. It's everybody contributing and playing their part. We had some guys who started all season, and we looked at the offense we were going to have to go against in the championship game, and we we knew that there was a possibility that they wouldn't play because they wouldn't be as effective as we needed them to. Talk, you know, talk and about matches. They took it in stride. They took it, and you know that that's just the, this team. Like, like that's that's why we won. We won because everybody understands their roles, and everybody plays their role, and everybody plays it well. And sometimes you got to step outside your role because you're called upon. You feel what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to do other things, and and that's just what it is. But everybody ready to go at all point in time. And, and you know, that's that's what won us this, this championship. It is. All and right. Uh, Trey, let's get one final word from you, and then we'll um, cut to AJ and Coach Dyson. Um, I was going to say, be prepared because you're running it back again next season. So, <laughs> right. be ready. Munchy one, final, more. Munchy one final thought from you, sir. Hey, this is, you know, great to be a part of. Uh, being the first, you know, the first West Coast team to do it, the first Vegas team to do it, obviously. Um, great game. The atmosphere was crazy. Um, you know, the support from, you know, everybody back home was crazy. But we 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 made it clear. We're here. We're not going to. Right. Um, y'all right. y'all got to come get us now. So y'all, y'all do what do y'all that do. Super team. Y'all with that. <laughs> do what y'all, do what y'all <laughs> Heavy is the head that wears us. the crown. Uh, Trey Robinson, Eric Schufer, gentlemen, thank you, Joe. Thank you. And well, once again, much. congratulations. You are champions Man. forever, and they Appreciate cannot take that away from you. Thanks, champs. Thanks, guys. AJ, your final Thanks, thoughts. Thanks, guys. <laughs> uh, hey, be champs, baby. You got to come. Like they said, you got to come through us, man. This, we set the standard. We here. We ain't going nowhere. Like I said, I posted it. This, this, this trophy ain't going nowhere. Yeah, you gotta stop me. Just run to my side. I, <laughs> look, I'm gonna finally say it, man. Can y'all start running to my side? He's begging for some contact. Chasing Come to him. people. I like contact. I, I, I chasing you people, but your over. chase is relentless, brother. One of y'all better watch out. He might tackle you right now. Yeah, I want Tell to him. like run Nobody to my move. side. Outlaws, run to my side. Sick with it. Run to my side. A Force, run to my side, please. But they all saw what you did against Chaos. Running to your side. I don't care. It's just, if you run to my side, you might win. Doubtful. You got six other. You got six other dudes here. You know what I mean? So you know, I'm on, on defense. You know, it's just boring for me. I mean, and I, and I get tired trying to chase. You know, Bagway trying to chase Smooth, trying to chase uh, K Uno, trying to chase these quarterbacks. And man, quarterback from the Hunters. He was. He yeah. He was. He was good. He was cool. You know what though, man? I've been saying it all year. Special teams can make or break you. But what I loved about the Insomniacs all season was the fact that you guys would not give up any special teams touchdowns. You gave one up. One. One. And coming into this game. And that was to a cheetah. I mean, obviously. Shout out to KJ Burrow, by the way. That's a fast man. The fact of the matter is we talked about that as well. And I talked about that with Rob. And he said, you know, um, the biggest thing about Nightcrawlers were the fact that their special teams 
the three on one was special. And I said, <laughs> obviously, <Scratch> that. right? <laughs> yeah. Obviously, yeah. you didn't see how special the Insomniac's three on one coverage is. Stone and cannon. That's and, all I can say. Yep. And Stone he kept saying, well, Q better throw it out the back of the end zone. I said, you know what? Even if they return it, man, I, I don't think they're going anywhere. I will bet money that they don't get a touchdown on special teams. Dub, you were there when I said it. Oh, yes. I absolutely. How many almost fumbles did Steve have in that game? Oh, man. Mm. In the season alone, just his forced fumbles was off, off the charts. Dude. Whether we re- recovered it or not, every game he's knocking them out. Mr. Pilfer? That dude. <laughs> that <laughs> dude. 30. That's man. my boy, man. I love watching him. I, and I even man. told him when we're standing on the sidelines, I said, you going for the ball? He goes, Hell yeah. I've Hell known, yeah. I've known him his whole life, man. He's been a baller ever since the day I met him. Always do the peanut that, Tillman when in doubt. That dude right. is the ultimate team player, mm-hmm. too. That dude will ride or die with you as long as you're on his team. Dude. Coach Dyson, your final thoughts. Uh, I mean, I'm going to just take, I'm going to use my time real quick just, just to shout out a couple of the unsung heroes because we haven't hyped him up enough. Kenny Mack and Wes, Oof. I know we talked about it a little bit, but the, what they do and did this season, not just the championship game, but in that game also, it, I mean, Kenny Mack might be the most dominant player I've ever seen in a, in, in, at his position. And West isn't far, he's right there with them. You know what I'm saying? Those two guys, and, and then with Danae, Ice and Danae and um, Price, all the O-line in general, man, shout out to them. The way we run our team, we're going to run the ball, run the ball, and you have to stop us. And it wouldn't work without those guys, man. So I got to shout them out. And, shout out to the trenches. And one last right. shout out, man. I could, I can't get off without doing this, man. My, my boy, Danye Lyons, man. Oof. That boy, listen, he came out. Just a little bit biased. Right. Just a little biased. <laughs> listen, that's my, that's my boy. But listen, he came out just to do returns and play receiver. We weren't going to put him on defense. We didn't want to get him hurt. Got to the the division championship game against Sickwood and said, and shadow said they needed him to guard uh DP did an awesome job against DP ended up sticking for the rest of the playoffs comes to the championship game. We matched him up against that kid, uh, Rico Brown, I think Nico or Rico. Rico. Brown. Okay. They said he was arguably one of the best receivers in the country, man. He caught a bomb on Donye the very first play of the game and didn't do great a damn catch, thing tight coverage. That. The rest of the game didn't get his name called because Donye was on him. Like, like a blanket, man. Hey. So I just got to give love to him, man. And you're missing one play. The play I'm talking about is um, on a touchdown that they threw to one of their linemen. I watched Donye oh, walk him oh, across God. the field. Oh my! I wish across we had that the one. damn field. I wish we had that play, man. He walked him backwards across the field, mm. and I'm oh, like, from, talk from about from taking him out of the play from our sideline. Yes. Back to his sideline. Yes. Like, he returned him. Like, <laughs> yes. there you go. Yeah. Here you guys go. Yeah, man. Man, right he, he balled, man. And 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 just to be able to, because when he did the, made that transition, he kind of lost his spot on offense for the most part. Decided to play or two here and there. Didn't complain at all, man. Did what he asked him to do. Played defense the rest of the playoffs. And, uh, man, I, I just, man, I'm, I'm so proud of him and, and the rest of our guys. And, and everybody on the Insomniacs could have been MVP. But shout out to RTC and Q for that co-MVP, man. It was much deserved, and yes, I'm sir. proud of them, man, because, you know, RTC's so humble, and he's, he wants to give it to everybody else. But at the end of the day, we rode him to where we got this year. He is he him. He it. Rode the bus. Yep. As Coach James gives his final thought, but there is a friend that wants to come see you. Nick, can you uh, bring that friend over, please? 
Yeah, I didn't get a chance to take pictures with it after the game. <laughs> That's a big girl right there, man. That's a beauty. I love her. Yeah, we drank some bourbon and we got home Sunday night. Yeah, I saw that on the uh, I saw that on your Facebook. Yes, I like that, man. Yes, indeed. Final thoughts, nice. coach. Um, I want to just piggyback off of Steve. You know, there's a lot of we have a lot of players, and you know the the, the main guys always get brought up, Davik, Scooter, stuff like that. But there's guys that you don't understand that may not be you know as known but can be playmakers in the same sense, and they've done some stuff in the games. Like, I want to give a big shout-out to Jeff Young. They call him Fresh Out. Fresh. This guy right here is an ultimate team player. He's a rookie. He's, you know, Mac is coaching him up every game. Uh, He dominated in the game against Chaos, and that's a kind of, that's a game for him because he's, you know, he's clogging up those middles. He's trying, you know, learning, standing up the guys. Um... and then he knew, you know, in a game again, the speed that it was going to be tough for him to get in. But you know what? He cheered on his his teammates. He was there. He'd have anybody's back in a heartbeat. I mean, that guy right there is the ultimate team player. And, you know, you guys don't even know about, like like you said, Josh Brown. You guys even know about him until smooth, until the championship, really. But that dude's been the same way. Joey Gentile yes, or Gentili, I don't know. They've got four <laughs> different ways to say it. Another guy that can, that has speed and catch. You know what I'm saying? Okay. He he could he could start on anybody's team. Also, um, you know the one person we haven't talked to that is a, definitely a superstar. And I just want to thank Troy for cutting him at the beginning of the season. Uh, Gianni Breland. Yeah, that dude <clears throat> is a phenomenal DB, locking down people. You know. They, they, our DBs did such a great job. I mean, did they get open and loose on some of the plays? I mean, they're going to do that. They're, they're a flag team that's going to score. And we have to ball. stop them. Yeah. But we, we have a lot of, lot of depth. Not one team will be able to say that they have the kind of depth and teammates that we have. No. Well, <clears throat> as we come to the final thought, and while everybody has given their thoughts over the weekend via their platform, well, I guess it's time for me to do mine. I guess there will be opportunity. And thus, I was given an opportunity, my thanks to Derek Duncan, to be coming into this league and see a different brand of football. And I couldn't have asked for better teammates in Casey, and even though he's not here, Scott the Viking McCorkle. And to Scott, I say this to you. You are one of the best analysts when it comes to talking football. Don't ever sell yourself short. You are talented, my dude. When you're talking about X's and O's, I'll put you right up there with a lot of analysts that can talk football. Harness your craft. You're only going to get better. Even though you are random as hell, and I thought (laughs) I was random. But you are a fantastic contributor, and it was good to see you back on the field in the flag tournament on Sunday. I know that's where your passion is, but believe me when I tell you, as far as talking X's and O's, you are right up there. You're forgetting about one thing. What's that? Butt naked booty scoots. Of course. You, yes. just, had to, you just had to make that reference. Of course. But Scotty ain't here to make it. I know. So there we go. But in a sense. Got my boy. Um, to the production crew of New Jersey. To Alex, Cole, Zach, and of course, Matt, Corey, and uh, Big Rob. Honor and privilege to work with you guys. Honor and privilege to meet you. And to you, Matt Ryan, a personal thank you. Because on Saturday, you didn't have to do that. But you allowed me to get on the mic 
to be with Rob and Corey to work with them. And it was just supposed to be for the third quarter. But you gave me the whole entire second half. For that, I'm forever eternally grateful. And to Rob and Corey, thank you for welcoming me in to work with you guys and to making me feel comfortable. It felt like I had worked with you guys for five years. And it felt so natural. For that, I'm grateful. But also, I would be remiss if we don't talk about the amazing women that helped over this weekend. To Christina Taylor, helping out in every capacity known to man over the weekend. To Miss Tammy, Chris's wife, helping in other capacity. Of course, Miss Jennifer Duncan, helping out with her husband in a tremendous capacity. And of course, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about the godmother of the A7, certainly on the West Coast, the hardest working woman in sports, one Kelly. Even if she's in her imperial dark bather mode when she's mad, there's nothing that she will not do. Walk away. But there's nothing she wouldn't do to make sure that things run smoothly. And for anybody in this league. And and don't forget about... She has a heart of gold. Don't forget about her mom, Carol. They're both. They're both amazing, talented women. women. But last but not least, and I know you're watching, and it would be better if you were here to to witness this, but for you, Derek Duncan, first off, thank you for allowing me to come into this league and welcome me into this league, but also to Chris and Casey and Scott for welcoming me into this panel and being a part of the show. You guys welcomed me in with open arms. You accepted me as an outsider, and now I feel like I belong to part of the family. To the players that came up to the broadcast booth to say hello and to shake hands and dap and talk ball, I'm forever grateful to you, and I appreciate you. But for you, Derek Duncan, I've always said you want people that want to work for you and play for your organization in any kind of a sport. And by God damn it, if there's any owner that deserved the right to be calling themselves a champion, to be the owner of a championship division, it is you. What you do for this division, what you do for these men, what you do for these players, you give so much of yourself and it's only fair that there's a song that call, that is called Give Me My Flowers While I Yet Live so that I can smell the beauty that they bring. And for you, sir, you deserve to have those flowers. And now I'm going to shut up <laughs> and let Casey and Chris give their final thoughts. Well, hold on, James. Just want to tell Derek, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I will say this weekend was amazing. It was fantastic to be on the sideline. I was on the sideline in a sideline capacity all weekend long. Flag tournament. A little bit with the combine, helping out a little bit. Then the championship game, being the red hat. I think the most amazing moment was when Will on the sideline admitted it. There were some nightcrawler players that were getting a little agitated because of some no calls. And they looked at Will like, come on, Will. You know this game. You know that should have been a flag. Will straight looked at him and laughed and said, we're letting you guys decide this game. We're letting you guys play this game. We're not going to take this game into our hands. Sorry. And that's what happened the whole weekend. They let, they let the guys play ball. And that was something Will said. They would let them do. They'd let them hit. They'd let them get away with some things. They'd let them do some things. And they were going to make sure that the championship was handled on the field and not left in the hands of the people in the zebra uniforms and the white and black caps. And for him to look at somebody from the East Coast that look at him and say, you're our people, and that's kind of what I heard, you know, hey, you're, you're, you're our people, that should be a flag, you know that should be a flag. Will didn't, no. He let 
for one, Preston, hell of a referee, hell of a white cap, brings a hell of a referee crew. I don't care what anybody says. They were on their shit. We had six referees on the field this Sunday. They were on their shit. They let the boys play ball, and they threw the flag when it was absolutely necessary, but not any other time. And for that, that's why we had such a great game, I think. And that, I mean, yes, the Insomniacs winning the championship, me being able to say, hey, I'm a part of a championship division. We did this. I walked up to Derek and said, hey, we did it. James, you guys did it. Don't get me wrong. You guys did it. Your your effort on the field did it. It's it's a team effort. But this division. down to whoever on our team. With Kelly helping out, you know, on the back end. Derek helping out on the back end. Chris helping out on the back end. You know, the rest were an amazing crew. You know, they they call a really good game. You know, they did. I don't care what anybody says. That's uh, that was one of the well, most well refs games I've been a part of in a long time. And me and uh, Dyson have been a part of the with Preston and them for years. That I mean, they let stuff go. They missed some stuff, and then they called stuff. I mean, it was just it was an even amount of everything. For me, uh, I'll start off with um, Mike Tice. What a good dude. Watching awesome, him dude. at the Combine, lit, hearing him talk to the players uh, before the game. Um, I don't want to quote him, but one of the funniest things I've ever heard out of anybody's mouth is, you guys are batshit crazy playing out here with no helmet and no pads. Yep, <laughs> he did say that. So Numerous times. I will say that over the weekend... This crew became more of a family than I've ever seen it. James, you and I have played against each other over the years. I respect you. Um, I couldn't think of a better person to be the coach of the national championships. I give you everything because I couldn't think of a better person to be there. Co-coach. Remember, I got Dyson. Yeah. Uh, Co-coach. My bad. Got you. <laughs> Either way it goes, man. I, I really appreciate you guys for putting Vegas on the map. There are so many people that said we will never do it in the second year. And look what you're holding on to right now. <clears throat> Tells everybody everything they need to know. And I don't think we're going to relinquish that anytime soon. So I am the old man of the group by far. James, Thank shut you up. That. Shut up. <laughs> Don't say nothing. <laughs> but I got to admit, man, every one of the players on Insomniacs are special. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I've never seen a team like this come together, play as well as you guys did for a championship. To say I'm proud is, an, is a damn understatement. AJ, you and I... Talked after the game. Man, I love you to death, brother. Love you too, man. Appreciate you. You are one of the best defensive players I've ever seen in my life um, playing in this game, man. I I appreciate you more than you know. Um, Kenny Mack, another one. I could go down the list, and it'd be easier for me to just grab what, (laughs) dub what you got in front of you and go down the list of every player because, you know what, I did not have a favorite team when this season started, I have a favorite team when it finished. Mm. And as a division manager, that's hard for me to say because I've got to be uh, to the point where I don't have those favorite teams. But I got to tell you, I've got favorite players. And that roster 
of the Insomniacs is my favorite players. So love you guys, man. I'm so proud of what you did. I can't tell you how proud I am. All I can do is show it. And I thought I showed it after the game. I let you guys do your thing. But uh, when we get done here, the one person that didn't get a picture with that trophy no, not the only is one. going to get a picture <laughs> of that trophy yeah. with some of my favorite players and coaches right here. Absolutely. I didn't either. So <laughs> Before we say so long for now, there's um, two, three more people I forgot to mention. And shame on me for not doing that. But the All-Pro Jaffos. Pleasure to meet y'all and work with oh, y'all. Absolutely. Shout out to Kawante, DJ Matt Sticks, Damian Saunders, and Josh. It was a fun time doing the uh, All Pro Jeffos post game show at the broadcast house. Can't forget about you guys. Check out their podcast. They are amazing at what they do. And hell, I'll even shout out my own show, The Mizzlin Dub Show on YouTube. If you want to hear two guys talk sports, check it out, The Mizzlin Dub Show. With that said, Special thanks to Quan as always. Special thanks to Nick Blaze and Pierre. Special thanks to Coach James, Coach Dyson, he AJ, not. Yeah, the son of Krypton, Trey Robinson, and Mr. Schufer, Mr. Munchie. So, so much. Shout out to my babies. <laughs> right on. So, love it. It's only fitting that the champions of 2023 in the American Sevens Football League takes us home for KC, for Chris, for the Viking in his absence, and from Derek Duncan watching on his plane. I'm Double A. You've been listening and watching the other side of the ball, but Insomniacs, take us home.